Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Ed Vitagliano. Welcome back, everybody. Ed Vitagliano sitting in for Tim Wildman. Today, he is expected to be back in the captain's chair for Trivia Friday tomorrow. And uh, always look forward to Trivia Friday. We have a little bit of fun after a week of, uh, what is it Tim always says, uh, talking about the, the end of the world, and on Fridays we pretend it's not. So, uh, oh, no, we, we understand, folks. Don't, don't, it's just a little tongue-in-cheek. We know the world doesn't end until God Almighty says it will. Mm-hmm. So uh, we just cover the news, and sometimes that news can be distressing. But keep your eyes on the prize, Amen. the upward call. Steve Jordahl joins us. Better to morning. cover the news than to make it. <laughs> yes, that's true. Once again, nice tie. Thank you. Jerry Garcia tie. Uh, Jerry Garcia tie. I challenge any of either one of you or even Brent to name one Grateful Dead song. I, I never liked the great Grateful Dead. I, I, know, I know that's probably some people from the you know that era think that's how can you the, say that out it's loud. It's the weirdest thing because I grew up in the Bay Area and they're Bay Area band, yeah. right? I never went to a concert. I never listened to them. They didn't play on any of the radio stations that I grew up with. Um, I know all about the, you know, the, the reputation of the people that travel around with the buses and just deadheads, they call them and yeah. everything. I couldn't name one Grateful Dead song. Not Maybe. one. And I couldn't tell you anything about their music. Yeah. It's just I, weird. I, I couldn't name a, a song of my life depended on it and hope and, uh, you know, hopefully my life, my life never will, but <laughs> You know, that would be quite the Trivia Friday, wouldn't it? Now, I'll bet. Now, trivia Tim, Friday, the do or die edition. Yes, the do or die. <laughs> now, Tim might be able to. I, I'm not sure if he. Now, the Grateful Dead is one of those groups. I'm not sure. But he he's like an encyclopedia. Oh, uh, I'm pretty uh, good on comes, 70s rock and roll. I, really? I, oh, yeah. I, yeah. I'm, I, I'm, got, I'm a Beatles fan. Yeah. In fact, I have a, a website that I, Alex McFarlane and I, we kind of go back and forth on this. Um, there's a website that every day you can guess a Beatles song. It'll give you the first second of the song. See if you can guess it. If you can, it'll give you another second. And it's kind of like the Wordle. You ever seen those things where you you can post your score if you you know guessed it in one, two, or three or four? You know, I, I keep hearing words coming out of your mouth, but I, I don't know what they I, mean. I don't know what they mean. <laughs> Wordle. No, I, listen, that kind of people amaze me. What was the name of the, there? Used to be a show where they name that tune. Name that tune. Yeah, where there was like. Two or three seconds or something. I don't know. Number of notes, I think. Yeah, number of notes. I was always amazed at people who could who could well, do that. I, I'm, I'm not. I can. You I can. I've on uh, Beatles. I've almost got every one of them in the first uh, little microsecond. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot of songs. Too. Yeah, that's Beatles a lot of songs. Very good songs. Quite a list. All right, but Grateful Dead, no, not yeah. at all. What do you got, Steve? Story all right. right. So within the hour, the House of Representatives has passed the so-called Respect for Marriage Act, which. Uh, undoes and overturns the domestic the uh, defense of marriage act which passed and was signed into law by bill clinton uh back when marriage was marriage and the silliness that we're in now was not even a glint in the eye of the liberals it was 1996 yeah defense of marriage. so anyway they did pass it the vote was 258 to 196 and it had 39 Republicans that voted for the bill, 
one voted present and four were no votes. Either they weren't present at the House or they just yeah. didn't vote. Hmm. Well, we uh, and we fully expect, of course, President Biden to sign this into law. Likely tomorrow or very yeah. soon, yeah. And this was something, Fred, that the uh, Democrats said they were going to force uh, before uh, before the new Congress yes. was seated mm-hmm. in January. Yeah. They do have between Election Day and uh, the Christmas recess, they do have that period of time where the outgoing Congress can still get things done. And this was something that they wanted to do as a way to show their displeasure with the uh, Dobbs decision yep. and the uh, U.S. Supreme Court when they overturned Roe versus Wade and a couple of other The timing was cases. very deliberate. Uh, Chuck Schumer, the uh, Senate Majority Leader, admits he did not want to bring it up before the election uh, because he wanted to give the Republicans who he knew were going to vote in favor of it some cover. Right. So he didn't hear anything about it, but as soon as Election Day was over... Uh, then the uh, very quickly it came up in the Senate. So, yeah, I expect uh, within the next 48 hours you'll have a signing ceremony at the White House. Uh, Biden will proudly say this uh, protects homosexual marriage across the country. And what it means is every state has to recognize it. Doesn't mean that every state must allow homosexual marriages. Right. But they must recognize it if a a two lesbians get married in some state where it's legal, California, and they move to a state where it's not legal, that state now has to recognize that. And what that means legally, we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, and we will uh, be waiting to see what threats to religious liberty spring out of this legislation. Let me just say this. We've talked about this issue uh, a lot over the last month um, on this probably won't be the last we mention mention of it. We may say something next week after the president signs it. But um, this is exactly the kind of cowardice that infuriates me about our Congress. Mm-hmm. All right. The fact that you have members of the Republican Party in the House and the Senate who play this game, though, to Chuck Schumer and the others, don't bring it up until after the election. Mm hmm. So I can do what I know my constituents don't want me to do mm-hmm. and get away with it. Yes. And I don't have the courage to do this before the election when it might affect my reelection campaign. Uh, I'll do it. It's, it's no different than doing it in the dead of night. Mm-hmm. And this kind of thing is just infuriating to me. I am sure I'm not alone. And the reason is because... These members of the House and the Senate, Republicans who are supposed to support the party platform, which upholds natural marriage, all right, these people made this possible, Yes, these Republicans, especially those in the Senate. Mm -hmm. I was critical of Joni Ernst and others uh, in the previous hour, uh, and I will remain critical of what they have done. But these individuals, their number one job, the number one thing on their minds is getting reelected. It's not doing the right thing. It's not even doing the right thing for their constituents or for this country. It's getting reelected. And until we have term limits, uh, and that would probably require amending the Constitution, this won't change. This won't change because 
That will be job number one. And that's why this kind of cowardly behavior happens where they say, well, don't do it before election day. Yeah. We'll sneak it in afterwards. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of it. Uh, and I never really was in favor of uh, term limits over, you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago when it would be brought up. But I am now. Yes. I, I don't know what what the perfect amount of time or number of terms you could serve. I don't know what how that would work out. But I'm in favor of it now because these people are out for number one, first and foremost. Not all, I shouldn't say all of them. I got I to gotta always try to pull back on the reins a little bit. I'm sure there are many who have the country's best interests at heart. Let me backpedal a little bit. But far too often, this is what seems to motivate them. And shame on these senators, especially uh, Mitt Romney. Good grief. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't. Uh, I'm going to stop. I'm just going to stop because I, I, I'll, you know, I'll say something I'll have to apologize for. But anyway, uh, I had a rant in the last hour, and that's my rant for Steve's segment. Poor Steve. He's over here looking up de- uh, Grateful Dead songs. He's, no, He's so bored. All right, go ahead. I know you're not. What well, um, all right. So one of the things is just to let, put a bow on this thing. This overturns the Defense of Marriage Act, and I can't number the times that I've seen protections that have been afforded because of the Defense of Marriage Act, DOMA. Mm-hmm. It's, it's become known by its acronym. And so that's no longer there to protect the religious freedom and other um, things that, that came from that, not to mention what it means for um, the spiritual health of this country. Right. As we that's delve into all kinds of other things. All right. Let's move on before all right. I say something I regret. So um, it's... <laughs> Good news or bad? Now we got I got matter. I'm, I'm ready. One this more thing. Bad news. Bring it before before it starts getting a little bit um, lighthearted. Let's talk about this. Um, a lot of you um, families, uh, moms and daughters especially, maybe uh, back in the day, uh, bought an American do- American uh, girl doll for your daughter. It was a doll. It was um, decked out in whatever costume they could have been a revolutionary war girl or a little girl in the civil war or the, the, the people that read, rode in the wagons, the, of the frontier, all of these things. And each, each little doll came with a book and they had all kinds of different, uh, toys that you could, you know, houses and outfits you could dress them in. Well, uh, like everything else in good in this world, it seems that this has gone woke. Uh, the latest American Girl book that they have put out, I don't know if they have a doll with it yet, but the book is entitled A Smart Girl's Guide on Body Image, and they talk about pronouns, and they talk about uh, you know what happens. Not all pe- you know girls feel like girls, and they talk about genders assigned at birth, and it's just... Uh, it's they've gone they've gone there so american girls which my daughter and my uh and uh, my wife have uh grew up on that yeah um they the my my mom and my grand her granddaughter my daughter uh my mom used to buy stuff for megan american girls dolls and they when they get together they'd the whole thing when she was little so this uh this book and i'm looking at a fox news story that says Geniuses, it's an opinion piece. Geniuses at American Girl push transitioning for Christmas because being a girl may not be smart. 
That is that, now. It's a Fox News uh, headline, right? Yes. Well, it's it's an opinion piece. So, yeah. uh, so let me ask you this, Steve, and then Fred, you can jump in uh, if you can answer some of these questions. So, the uh, according to this story, the latest book titled "A Smart Girl's Guide: Body Image." Uh, quote, is marketed to girls ages 3 to 12 and encourages children to talk with a doctor if they are questioning their gender identity. Do they uh, push parents to the side on this? Are they recommending that kids not talk to their parents, but that they go to a mental, uh, medical or mental health professional instead of discussing this with parents? I don't know that parents? it's instead of. Um, uh, they... I have a story that we'll get to in a second here where uh, not all parents are quite sure of what to do when this happens. But uh, I don't think the book says don't tell your mom and dad. Okay. Uh, schools will do that for them if they most a lot. Several schools will if they need that. But um, they do uh, point to your doctor um, as far as if you have questions about it. But okay. yeah. All right. Well, we will continue to cover this. Uh, this is like you said, this is really sad. For uh, but all these corporations have been Fred just basically infiltrated by the, the by woke individuals. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether it's just uh, millennials and Gen Z. I I, I don't know, um, but they certainly all seem now to be have have been taken over by these kinds of woke individuals who push these kinds of who who push things. That from a business standpoint are insane. Yes. Wherever American Girl goes with this, I don't know how we're we'll try, trying to find out how woke they're going to go mm-hmm. on this issue of transgenderism and gender identity. Uh, but wherever they go, it's not for reasons of business. Smarts. Yeah, yeah they're not normally <laughs> the way it used to be in the olden days uh, that someone would create things because there was a demand. For that product out right. there, all right, uh, or they came up with a better version, but there was still a demand for it. Uh, you went and you had commercials on TV because you want to make people aware. I've got this product that I know Americans are going to really want. Right, but I don't see it with this. I, I don't see Americans in the streets saying we want a product like this. I think that the 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 thought has gone from toys following culture to culture following toys. The toy makers want to influence culture instead of reflect it. Yes. Well, and, I, and and one explanation I have heard for this move on the part of corporations to woke ideology is that they are try by virtue signaling what this is what they think they're doing. Well, I don't think it's virtue virtuous, but by virtue signaling, they want the younger generation to say, Oh, American girl, I like them because they're woke. Yeah. And that that will keep them as customers all their lives. Yes. I think that's I think that's the thinking. Mm-hmm. But what they what they don't seem to understand is in the in the meantime, you may be losing a lot of customers who don't like this. Yes. And you never know. I think this tr- this transgender uh, lunacy is going to at some point take a turn mm-hmm. because you're going to see, we've talked about this, you're going to see lawsuits mm-hmm. against doctors, medical organizations, mental health organizations. You're going to see lawsuits from very unhappy trans, quote unquote, trans individuals who detransition. Yes. 
and then become very unhappy with it and are going to sue. You may see the, you may see the culture change. So you're not going to get that long-term boost. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we'll wait and see. Yeah, well, we could hear from one of those, actually. Yes. Uh, so this is a young lady. Her name is Chloe Cole, and um, I think she's in her 20s now. But she uh, decided at a young age that she didn't like being a girl. She wanted to be a boy, and so she decided she was transgender. Um, now, this was a long cut when I brought it into our story meeting. I've cut this down, so I don't think this part is in the story, so I'll just tell you. She went to her parents, and her parents, who loved her, didn't know what to do. They, I started dressing as a boy. Well, this is at of, age like twelve. Or yeah, something. like twelve. A lot of a lot of tomboys. There. That didn't mean a whole lot. They, but they consulted with their school, and that's when she got put into the machine that uh, ended up ruining her life, according to her. Here she is. She's talking to the um, school board in Redlands, California, which is in Southern California in the high desert. And um, this is her story uh, of, and she's detransitioning now. She's what she's one of thousands and thousands of people. Oh, what does who that went, mean? Who went down and transi- tried to transition into the other gender, if that's possible, but decided they didn't want that and they wanted to go back to their original gender, their real gender, their real gender, the the yeah, the way they were born. And uh, for some of them, like Chloe Cole, for a lot of in a lot of respects, it's too late. But let's just hear what she has to say. This is cut five. If a transgender child exists, I was one of them. I am a former trans kid. I was born female, but at the age of 12, social media influenced me into believing I was a boy, and I began my social transition by cutting my hair short and wearing clothing from the boys' department. When I came out, my mom and dad weren't sure of what to do, so they confided in a team of medical professionals. My therapists and physicians decided it would be best to immediately affirm my identity and allow me to medically transition rather than letting me be a kid and explore without mutilation and sterilization. Just several months after I was diagnosed with dysphoria, I was put on blockers and testosterone. I was 13. My body was mutilated by an ideological cult before my 16th birthday. I looked like any other boy my age, and I genuinely believed myself to be one. I would never have guessed I was wrong until I had surgery and I was faced with reality. I realized that deep down, I was always going to be a woman and I wanted to be a mother, but the ability to breastfeed my future children was cut off at 15 years old. And on top of that, I've experienced complications from the blockers, testosterone, and surgery that will go on to affect my reproductive and overall health as an adult. My breasts are gone forever, and what is left is unhealed grafts and massive scars. It's only a fraction of what you promote. That's heartrending. Um, and two, two things, and then Fred, get your take on this. Okay. The first is that this is happening more and more. There are more and more young people who are coming forward and saying, I made a huge mistake, but it is too late. A lot of the damage has been done. The second thing that I've noticed, Fred, is that the other side on this issue, they dismiss these people. Yeah. They say, well, you're just one out of you know, however number that are happy with what is is going on. But here's the problem with that. All right. For the for the people who are unhappy, they were told it was the right thing to do mm-hmm. by medical and mental health professionals. This young woman talked about who she went to, her therapist, her the the doctors that came along who decided 
on the basis of medical and mental health professional authority, this is what you should do. Yeah. And now she can't get back to where she needs to be. So uh, it's one thing to say, well, some people like it and some people don't. But for those who don't, there's no going back. Yeah. You know, when I was growing up in the 60s, <clears throat> I knew girls who were tomboys right. for a while. Uh, for whatever reason, you know, hormones are going nuts yeah. at, at that age. and Or they just like sports they, and are good at it. Just confused, yeah. you know. And and so, uh, and, but, you know, everybody knows, okay, they'll grow out of it with time. But a key thing in this is the difference now is that you have social media. You have not all the medical community, but there are elements in the medical community. There are people in the education system in the uh, student counselor divisions right. that are now saying, oh, when these, especially girls, it seems, uh, more so, when the girls come in, I'm confused, and the social media experts are telling me I can transition. They're like trophies. To that's, that's, yeah. that's the first lie, that you can transition. No, you can't. Right. Uh, so what they do, and I mean, it's hard to believe this is going on, Okay, we'll send you to a doctor who will mutilate your body and so that you kind of look like a boy right? all of a sudden. And then you now have cases like this, which the mainstream media will not report. You have cases like this now regret. No, what you should be leaving it up to is if you have a, and again, I use a female as an example, counseling. And moms and dads who say, no, you're, you're going through a stage right now. And uh, you'll you'll come through this just fine, uh, but just wait. Understanding that those hormones are going crazy at right. a particular age, and we ought to be condemning these social media sites that are encouraging this. And thankfully, now you have the cases, uh, the case like at Vanderbilt, right? Uh, and you have uh, state governments in Tennessee that are really starting to look at this and say no. We're not going to let you, medical community, whether it's Vanderbilt or, or somewhere else, we're not going to let you do this to young people. And we're not going to let you uh, mutilate their bodies and then eight, nine, ten years down the road they regret this. Right. And they can't, like this young lady, bless her heart, she knows she can't go back. Right. Uh, that she's going to have, she'd like to get married and have kids. And she'd like to do all the normal things that come with that with a woman. Right. And she can't. This, this is criminal, what's going on right now. And kudos to like states like Tennessee that are starting to take steps to say, no, we're not going to let you do this to those who are confused at a particular age in their life. Right. We're not going to let you do operations that are going to change and they may regret for the rest of their life. What teenager right. hasn't been confused? I mean, Absolutely. Know. Exactly. That's been going on yeah. since there have been teenagers. Right. Uh, do you got anything you can throw in? in? Uh, Ten seconds? Yeah. No, we got about a minute. Got about a minute? Nope. No. <laughs> we got three, <laughs> two, one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or I was hoping we could throw in some kind of little audio, but I forgot I, about the music yeah, bed underneath. I do have some audio for you maybe on Monday. All right. All right. And I'm sure it'll be funny, right? Oh, hilarious. All right. So we'll postpone we'll postpone the funny thing until, uh, until Monday. So, uh, folks... Hey, listen, Trivia Friday is coming up tomorrow in this hour and a half slot. You want to check that out? You want to have some laughs? You want to learn something? 
Show up here tomorrow for class. But you can join me at 7 o'clock tomorrow morning. Oh, all right. And I'll, I'll give you the news of the day. Okay. All right. 7 o'clock. Tomorrow morning. morning. All right, folks. Uh, listen, that's all the time we have for today. Guess what? More great programming directly ahead on American Family Radio. Lord willing, we will see you manana.